Hello and welcome to this midweek check-in of the Game Changer podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host. And if you are listening in real time, it is December 1st, which means we are well into the holiday season. And with that, if you listened to this podcast a year ago, you know that I dedicate a lot of these episodes to relationships, how we work with people, how we deal with people, because for a lot of us, this time of year can in fact be very stressful. When I wish it was actually just nothing but magic and fairy dust and Santa and all of that, that's not always the case for everyone. So for these upcoming weeks, I am going to talk about different things that relate to how we deal with people, how we deal with conflict, how we deal with confrontation, how we deal with being better at dealing with others. So I am going to drop back into my memory vault for this particular episode as it relates to how we handle things that go incredibly wrong. In fact, some might say epically wrong. I'm going to go way back to the very first meal I cooked when I first got married. Now, I wish I could tell you that I got married at 16 or 17 because then this story might possibly make sense. But considering I was, I don't know, 27, 28 years old, it's hard to imagine that I had really never cooked up till that point. I mean, really never cooked. I think I was a master at rice and peas. I think that was a main staple for me back then. Suffice it to say, by the time I got married and I was making this very first dinner meal, one would think I would have a better repertoire behind me than spaghetti. But that is what I was doing. So roll back the hands of time. Imagine this, just got married, just moved to Seattle, and I am making our very first meal in this very first house that we move into. And my husband is sitting out in the living room, waiting patiently for this luxurious dinner that I am getting ready to make. And he is going to be so thrilled that he married the woman of his dreams, who also is an incredible chef. So here I am off in the kitchen. I believe I had one pan to my name. It was actually a, a deeper, it's not even like a frying pan, but what, whatever kind of pan you call that boils water, you can see I've made it a lot farther in life uh, in the decades since, because I, I'm not sure what that's called, but, but, you know, suffice to say it's, I don't know, seven, eight inches deep and would hold water, which obviously is why I boiled water for the spaghetti, because that was what dinner was. So minutes go by, I boil water, I've got that handled, dump the spaghetti in, and I'm fairly certain if I reflect back in my mind's eye, there was no salad, there was no bread, there was no any other thing to this whole meal outside of this miraculous spaghetti that I was making. Anyway, put the spaghetti in, stir it around, I know enough that it's got to cook to the point called al dente, I know that, just to where it's about done, you strain the spaghetti, and then you deal with the sauce, which I'm sure at that point for me was ragu. I know that's disappointing, Selena, as you're listening to this, but imagine I'm not much better even now. Okay, so I deal with the spaghetti, pour it in the strainer, put it back in the pan to then add the sauce, ragu, that then would coat it all, and then I would dump it in a great big bowl, and off we go. Okay, I strain it, put it back in the pan to stir it around, and this thing starts stirring as one whole unit, like one clump of a clay ball 
of spaghetti, if you can imagine that. So I have this fork and I'm sorting around. I'm trying to separate the spaghetti strands and it's not working. It's just absolutely not working. So all I can think to do to separate it is I need to add oil. Like if I add oil to this thing, somehow the noodles will separate themselves. I think I was three cups of oil into this thing, realizing that all the oil is doing is getting the spaghetti ball, this spaghetti mold that I have to spin faster in the pan as I'm stirring it, but it's not coming apart. So that, that just didn't work. So I thought, okay, I'm, I'm out of time. I, I don't know how long I'd been in the kitchen at this point, entirely too long. Now it's obnoxious. I don't have any other thing going on. As I said, there's no salad, there's no baguette, there's no, there's no anything else to this. I'm sure I didn't have enough alcohol around at that point to even have this remotely look like a decent meal. Anyway, I flipped this pen over onto a flat uh, plate because I, I know it's, it's not going to work uh, in anything else. Anyhow, this great big flat plate, I dumped the thing upside down. This now is a spaghetti mold in the shape of the pan that is now oozing oil everywhere, like five inches now standing of oil on this plate with the spaghetti mold in the center of it. And all you can do now, imagine my pain, is to dump that ragu over the top and, and just think it's, it looks like some kind of red molten lava cake. I mean, it really, it, it was, it was quite frankly horrible. So anyway, I walk out because it's all about presentation in life. You know, when things go sideways, you just have to carry things off like it was absolutely intended and it's fantastic. So I bust out a steak knife because I don't know how else we're cutting into this thing with a couple of plates and uh, forks and set it all out there. And he's looking at this monstrosity with this look of bewilderment and fear combined and says, wow, uh, what, uh, what do we have here? Uh, to which of course the response was, well, this of course is spaghetti loaf. This is like nothing you've ever had before. This is uh, this is called spaghetti loaf and you'll want to slice into this like a pie. Cause it looked like a bunt cake. You know, it looked like, it looked like a bunt cake with, uh, with ragu dumped all over the top. Anyway, as he slices into this thing, oil starts oozing out everywhere. It's over the sides of the plate. It's all over the table. Imagine it. So, you know, as any good, we're, we're married for 24 hours, you know, maybe at this point, I don't know how long it had been. Anyhow, cuts into this thing, goes to take a bite. And I know the expression on my face was far more cringeworthy than what his was as he bites into this and oil starts oozing out the side of his mouth. It was a train wreck beyond train wrecks. As he's eating this thing, I said, Hey, uh, how about if we find, uh, if there's a Domino's in the neighborhood? Cause probably now's a good time to figure that out. Here's why I'm saying all this. It's the holidays. Things are going to go wrong. They just are things that you think are going to go one way are going to go a whole nother way at the very worst time. And when you least expect it. I recently posted an Instagram photo that said, you know, something on the lines of it's not the events that define us, rather how we react to them. And that's the point of this holiday season. When spaghetti loaf turns out to be your main meal, and it was not exactly as intended, you just have to get through it and pray that there's a Domino's nearby. It's just not that important. It's just not. And the people around you, the people that love you are going to get it. It's not the end of the world. Don't make it the end of the world. Life is too short to get yourself wrapped up 
around this holiday's spaghetti loaf. I remember a couple of years ago, my daughter Hallie and my mother spent three hours making a pumpkin pie. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know. I don't bake. I don't cook. You can life for me is not uh, around the kitchen. Clearly I've defined that I'm, I'm still not better at spaghetti loaf to this day. Anyway, three hours later, I don't know what all they're doing with their nutmeg and their allspice and whatever else goes into that. Three hours of this craziness. And uh, one of them, I don't know who, but is carrying this pie to the stove. The other one opens the door to put it in, somehow flips the pie, the whole thing, woo, woo, woo. You know, you can imagine the pie slowly spinning in the air as all of us are watching it twirl and boom, upside down, face down on the kitchen floor. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. How you react to those moments is everything in life, certainly over the upcoming weeks. With that, here's what I want to say about the relationships that we have. We have them in every area of our life, whether that's our neighbor, our relatives, our friends, our coworkers, the relationships that you have are the things that are going to carry you. They're the things that are going to carry you through the spaghetti loaves, through the upside down pumpkin pies, through the times that just want to rip your heart out to the times that make you angry, to the times that make you want to jump for joy. These times are a reflection of the investment that you have made into each and every single person around you. This is when you are struggling. If there's a time that you just want to snap, if there's a time that you just want to storm out of that holiday party, that you need to step back and think about the people around you, the investments you've made and how much, whatever it is you're freaking out about actually really matters at the end of the day. I'm going to read to you this passage about relationships from a book called How to Love by Thich Nhat Hanh. When you stop and think about the quality relationships that you have, the time that you've spent building them, you cannot have some minor wind, some minor thing that goes by, truly take you out of your element, make you somebody that you're not proud to be when you reflect back onto that last holiday moment. So when you think about the relationships you have, when you think about the strength that is embedded in them, don't lose sight of that. Don't get taken out of whatever it is. Don't let something bring you to your knees or have you yelling and screaming or wanting to storm out. Stop and think about the quality of the relationship that you have. Breathe and live into that. You have spent hopefully a lifetime if not that, maybe decades, maybe years cultivating meaningful relationships, make this holiday season be truly a reflection of that. With that, I'm now going to read this little passage from this book called How to Love. This particular paragraph is called Three Strong Roots. To keep our commitment to our partner and to weather the most difficult storms, we need strong roots. If we wait until there is trouble with our partner to try to solve it, we won't have built strong enough roots to withstand the assault. Often we think we're balanced when in reality, that balance is fragile. We only need a slight breeze to blow for us to fall down. A juniper tree has its roots planted deep in the heart of the earth. As a result, it is solid and strong. But some trees that appear to be quite steady 
need only one raging storm to knock them down. Resilient trees can weather a violent storm because their roots are deep and firm. The roots of a lasting relationship are mindfulness, deep listening and loving speech, and a strong community to support you. Let me leave you with this. This holiday season, be that tree that can weather any storm. Be mindful in your reaction. Be mindful in how you respond to those people that you love so dearly and who love you back. Be that juniper tree with the deepest of roots, with an inner circle around you that if you have to go to the bathroom and text that friend to say, what in the world is going on here? I could use some advice. Be the person that you're proud of. Make this holiday season the most meaningful ever. Don't let spaghetti loaf get you down. I can tell you this, this week for me was a bit interesting. I had some things happen that I did not see coming, did not plan for, and certainly would not have wanted. They showed up anyways. And in those moments, I can tell you, I am so grateful for the family and friends that I have that remind me just how deep my roots are, that I am not going to be taken out by some slight breeze, wind, even if it feels at times like it's a tsunami. Remember who you are. Remember your strength. Have the best holiday season ever. Thank you so much for listening. You can find every blog, any latest thing that is going on with me over at Inner North Star. That is the name of the blog site as well can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. It is always my pleasure. I look forward to prancing through the holidays with you. And truly, from the deepest place in my heart, thank you so very much for listening. It means the world to me. Make it a magical, magical Christmas season and jump for joy if that means that you created the world's greatest spaghetti loaf. Know that I am standing right by your side, dumping a little more olive oil on top of that thing and celebrating with you. Thank you so much for listening to the Game Changer Podcast. 